Hey guys, it's Molly, and today we're going to talk about the simple habit of being friendly. I think many of us Christians don't come off very warm or welcoming to the average stranger. We're busy with our lives, spending time with the people that are in our small circle of friends, and yet we have a great opportunity to show Christ's love, to reach out to people by just being more friendly. So we're going to talk about today how we do that and why it's so important. Well, welcome everybody to the podcast. So glad you're here. You know, last week we didn't have much time to just chat because I had a lot to share and it was kind of an intense topic. Today we have some more time to chat and I'm looking forward to doing that with you guys. I haven't done shareworthy stuff in a while, so I've got a couple things I want to share with you guys. Um, the first thing is a makeup item, and so I'm sorry if you're not into makeup. You can just fast forward this part, but I feel like it's worth sharing because I was searching and searching for a while for like my go-to foundation, makeup foundation that I loved and that I could use regularly. And what's tricky for me is I have a weird skin tone. Like my skin tone is yellowish, warmish, but it's like on the cool, not sorry, not on the cool, on the fair end of the spectrum. I'm not really that dark at all. So it's always been like tricky for me to find the right color. And I don't want makeup that looks cakey or that looks overdone. I've been so into like the no makeup makeup look. So, um, which if you don't know what that means, just like more natural looking makeup. So I finally decided to get this. And if you're a makeup guru, you're like, okay, this has been around for a long time, but it's worth me. It's worth me sharing. It's worth it for me to share. Wow. That was difficult for me to say, because like I said, I've been searching and searching and that's the it cosmetic CC cream. I have really enjoyed this. And what I love about CC creams, I feel like that has just been my ideal, is um, the fact that there's not a lot of shades. So there's not this like overwhelming um, idea of like what is my perfect shade. And a lot of times CC creams have like really good coverage that you don't even always need to wear a concealer with it. Before that, I was using the Physician's Formula organic wear found uh, CC cream, which I really like as well and is a lot more affordable than it cosmetic CC cream. But unfortunately, their lightest shade in the physician's formula was too cool for me. It had too much of a pink tone. And if you're like more of a cool or fair tone, get the physician's formula one because it's awesome and it's so affordable. But if you're not like me and you're more warm toned, the It Cosmetic CC Cream is awesome. So in the summer, if you're curious like what shade you might be, for me in the summer, I've been the light shade. Um, and then in the winter, I'm going to be like the fair shade. I believe it's called the fair shade. Um, so I got two colors, but it's just awesome. Like good coverage. You don't have to wear very much of it. Like I just kind of dot it on like the four corners of my face and then, um, yeah, it's great. So the, it also does come in a matte formula and I use the original one. I should have probably had the matte for the summer, but, um, because my nose area tends to get oily, but I didn't get the matte. So if you're more oily, go with the matte. If you're more dry or like combination and it's getting into winter anyways, and our skin gets more dry, um, get the original. 
But I had to share that, you guys, because poor Ulta. I bought so many foundations and returned them to Ulta because I was like, I'm not keeping this foundation, especially if it's expensive, if I feel like you know, the consistency of it doesn't look good on my skin or the coloring is off. I had to return it. So thank you to Ulta, but I'm sorry for not being very environmentally friendly by returning them. And you know, they probably just throw those out, but Ulta does have just like an awesome return policy that you can return used product that you've tried and you don't like. I just really appreciate that about them. So the next thing I want to share is kind of like a hack a tip for as we go into the fall months and many of us are going to be busier. I know I am. And we're always, I think, I feel like so many of us are looking for ways to simplify our routines and cutting down on um, chores. And what am I trying to say? Cutting down on things so that we have more time for what we would like to spend time on. And one thing that has really helped me is with grocery shopping, Uh, to shop local for groceries because so often in the past I was going to like multiple stores and driving 45 minutes to go grocery shopping and I realized I was like I just don't have the time like the mental energy to do that as much I mean I still do that from time to time but it has helped me a lot to just kind of make a decision that I wanted to shop local and one thing that has helped me to shop local is now we have a grocery outlet and I love grocery outlet If you've never been to Grocery Outlet, it's a great way to save money. So I would encourage you to shop local. And even in the summer, we still have a few more weeks of summer, go to your local farmer's market and get your veggies and some of your fruits there uh, because you're supporting not only like your community, but like local farmers and you're getting more organic, natural produce. I realize, so this is an interesting another like hack with shopping local and saving money. I realize that at a farmer's market, you're, you're going to so many different booths and different farmers that not everybody prices their produce the same. And so at our local farmer's market, I noticed that one of the booths, their produce was very affordable. What I thought was super affordable, but some of the other booths were like more expensive. And I don't know if it was just what I bought was more affordable or what. I think a lot of times like berries and like the seasonal fruits are more expensive, but I got some vegetables and I was like, wow, like this is affordable. This stuff looks amazing and fresh. And so I bought a number of things and it kind of inspired me to eat more healthy. So go to your farmer's market, shop local, you know, with saving money with grocery shopping, we can't always get everything. At least I can't organic and best quality so I feel like you have to pick your battles but in the summer like farmers markets are awesome I'm like why haven't I done this before like this is amazing but also I'm a grocery outlet girl and I want to save money and I realize like I've got to pick what I'm going to buy to save money I can't get everything super healthy anyways I hope that that helps you maybe as you go into fall um And the other thing I want to share with you guys is I had a very kind review on my podcast by my friend Kristen. She reviewed the podcast through Apple Podcasts. And Kristen, thank you so much for your nice review. That means so much. It's very encouraging to um, get comments like that or when I've had friends, like especially with this last podcast, I had a couple friends message me and being appreciative of my last podcast. And that means a lot. It's kind of weird with podcasts because unlike YouTube or Instagram or even a blog where you can like comment on a post or comment on a video, 
you can't really comment on a podcast. So a lot of times I put something out there and it's like, I don't know. Like, I mean, I always call my parents and like ask them like what they thought because I'm like, I hope I didn't make a fool of myself. I hope I didn't say something stupid. (laughs) Um, But anyways, yeah, podcasts are interesting because it's kind of like the invisible audience. So I really appreciate when I appreciate the support that I got with the last podcast. And thank you, Kristen, for reviewing. And if you have a minute to just, and you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, to just take a moment to rate the podcast what you think it's worthy of. And if you have extra, extra time, if you want to write a review, that would be awesome. But so that we can just get the word out. And if somebody you know, looks at my podcast and they see that other people have reviewed it, then they might be like, oh, this is like me worth listening. What am I trying to say? They might think, okay, I should listen to this. Like, it's not just her mom or her dad that listens to it. There's other people that listen. Uh, Anyways, yeah, that's what I wanted to mention. Uh, So let's get into this topic of being friendly and why it's so important. I was realizing, well, I've been realizing recently um, how, well, as I go to events and I'm around other people, I've been just noticing how a lot of times people aren't very friendly. And I'm including Christians in that. Like, so many people are not very engaging, um, not very open to asking questions, to coming up to you and saying hi. And you know what? I have been so guilty of that as well. And I think there was like this turning point for me, um, when I became a single mom, I realized, I don't know, I couldn't like hide behind my family anymore in a sense. You know, when you have, uh, your own family unit, you do so many things together as a family. And, you know, when you go to church, when you go to a public place, often you're with your family. So you have those people to talk with. Um, but as a single mom, I'm by myself so much. I mean, I have my kids with me everywhere I go, but I'm, I am by myself as an adult. And so I've been realizing how important it is to be friendly and to engage with people where I'm at. And um, I think also as a single mom, I definitely struggle with loneliness. And so like for me to talk to a stranger, it's like a way for me to engage with people. Like if I'm out and about, it's a way for me to have conversations with other adults and not just children. I love my children and I love talking with my children, but I also love adult conversation. And so all that to say, I've just been realizing how important it is to be friendly. And, you know, when you look at the gospels and you see how Jesus interacted with people, um, it's just amazing to see how he took time for people, how he took time to to talk to people, to engage, to ask questions, and how that was like, you know, a big part of his ministry was, well, of course, interacting with people. And I, I see Jesus as a people person. Like, you know, we don't know exactly what his personality was, but um, he definitely was not closed off and was not insecure to to be engaging with people. And so I think that no matter where you are on your personality spectrum, we all need to work at being friendly. And we can't hide behind saying like, oh, I'm just like a shy person. I'm just a reserved person. Like, of course, not all of us are going to be like saying hi to everybody and like the super talkative person, but I think we should all work towards being more friendly. And maybe that's like a baby step for someone who's very shy. Um, and maybe for someone more outgoing, like they can push themselves even farther, but they're already super friendly. But I think we can all work on this. So 
I just want to talk about some simple ways to be more engaging, to be more friendly with people so that we have an opportunity to show Christ's love in this simple manner. So um, I think we need to work at saying hi to people more and smiling more at people. Doesn't this sound so simple? And I think often we think we're saying hi, we think we're smiling, but like, are we really? Or are we just like kind of in our own world and not engaging with people? Um, one thing I've tried to do more is just saying hi to people at church, like in passing, just saying hi to people. And um, it's something I still need to work on growing in. But I think when you even just think about church, like there's so many people that come to church and they just want someone to talk to them. They want someone to acknowledge them and just saying hi. Like we want to be a friendly church, right? We want to be an engaging church, like wherever your church is. We want to be known for being friendly. And so just saying hi and smiling, not just at church, but like wherever we are can go a long way. I think also smiling. Okay, have you been somewhere? Just recently I was somewhere. I think it was at, um, where was I at? The pet store. And I saw a mom there and I could just tell she was not happy. She did not have a smile on her face. There was just a look of, I don't know, stress. And I just thought, wow, like you could just see that on her face. And how awesome is it when you see someone smiling, happy? And it doesn't mean that, that person is always happy, but just having that smile on their face just makes like a huge difference in how we view other people. And that is also like contagious when you see somebody smile. So I read this, I was looking online for some examples of um, like how smiling has changed someone's life. Cause I'm like, I know it has, like I'm sure it has. And so I came upon this article and it's titled, how a single smile from a stranger saved my life. And um, it's a, a gal, and she was talking about how a number of years ago she was having a really bad day. And, um, oh, here we go. I'll just start reading, reading it. She said, honestly, I can't remember why it, was wor- why it was worse, why it was a really bad day. Probably a buildup of emotion. But I remember feeling terribly lonely, invisible, worthless, unseen. I was distraught, feeling hopeless and very ir- irrational. With the kids delivered safely to school, I was headed home and was unsure what I would do once I got there. I remember feeling deeply suicidal. It was a horrible drive home, tears rolling down my cheeks, feeling as though the world was speeding past me at warp speed. Then around a corner came a farmer bouncing along in a beat-up yellow utility vehicle. I recall his old farm dog hanging over the back, tongue hanging out, happy as anything with the wind blowing back in its fur. This farmer waved at me, his smile broad and genuine. He looked as happy as his old dog. In the split second our paths crossed on that country road, he looked into my eyes and warmed my heart. It seems silly to say it, but the loneliness and invisibility I had felt dissipated in that moment because someone had looked at me and smiled. A stranger and his happy dog going about their day had passed by me in a flash but infected me with hope. The smile was contagious. It helped me more than words adequately can tell you, and I was I will always remember the feeling of it. I thought that was such a cool story. Just this farmer driving by, waving and smiling at this woman that was just having a terrible day and how it just brought her hope. You know, when you think about it, smiling and being friendly and saying hi, those kind of things, like it's like a little tidbit 
of God's goodness because anything good comes from God. And so when we're, when we're smiling, we're just expressing God's joy in just like a teeny tiny way, but it is a way that we can express God's goodness and God's joy. Another thing that we can all work at doing is showing eye contact, being focused on a person when you're engaged with them. I mean, have you ever been talking to somebody and they're not looking at you or they're looking around at other people and you're like, wow, you don't really care what I'm talking about. Um, And that's a way to just show like, I care about you because I'm willing to look at you. And I think sometimes um, we're insecure. And so it's like hard for us to look at someone in the eye. I know I have done that so many times where It's like easier for me if I'm talking to a person or whatever to not look at them in the eye, but we kind of like get past our insecurity with that because eye contact is a great way to show I care and also a great way to stay focused on them and to actually be listening to them. All right, so another way that we can be more friendly is by asking someone a question, like if you're talking to someone about what's going on in their life. Um... This is something that I've noticed is that so many of us, we're not very good at asking questions. We're great at like talking about ourselves, but we're not very good at asking questions. When I was a kid, um, we played this game and we kind of like call it now throwing the ball back. And it was this game where we sat in a circle and I don't know how often we played it, maybe a few times, but we sat in a circle and my parents would like ask us a question and throw a ball to us, and then it was our job to answer that question, and then ask a question to another person, and throw that ball to them, so it's like the concept of throwing the ball back, and um, I think a lot of us could learn from that simple game, also it's a game you can play with your kids if you're wanting them to learn how to be more social and more engaging, I need to do it with my kids again, I think I've done it with them one time maybe, but um, it's so important to be able to ask questions, and not just be a talker about yourself. Um, in Romans twelve ten, it says, love one another with brotherly affection, outdo one another in showing honor. And I thought that was so applicable to asking questions. Like you're honoring somebody by being willing to engage with them. And what goes along with that is to listen more than you talk. And you know, have you ever talked with somebody and had a conversation with someone and all they do are talking and unloading all their troubles and all their worries and how much that makes so many of us like feel turned off to wanting to be friends with that person because you're just like, I just feel like I just took on like this 50 pound weight of you sharing with me every single detail about your life and all your problems and everything. And, um, It's so important to listen more than you talk. I don't know if you've heard like the phrase that like if you want to be the most interesting person, just be a good listener. And that sounds so silly, right? You feel like, oh, I got to be able to share all these wonderful details about myself uh, to be an interesting person. But really to be an interesting person, all you have to really do is to be a good like conversationalist and a really good uh, listener. So I read this article and it said, to be interesting, be interested. And it laid out like this very easy pathway to having a good conversation. It says, first, ask a question, then actively listen. Three, respond with a statement. And four, repeat. 
So you ask them a question, then you listen to what they've shared with you, and then you respond with a statement. So they said a statement means preferably a statement referring back to your own personal experiences in regards to what that person shared. And then upon reaching the end of your statement, you can loop it back into another question or you just leave the statement open-ended and give the other person the opportunity to take the initiative with a question or something they want to share. Um, Because you don't want to be someone, which it said in this article, that you're just grilling somebody with question upon question upon question, but you want it to be like this flow of a conversation where you allow them to ask you something and you ask them something back and you respond and you engage to what you're talking about. I'm kind of learning about like this concept when it comes to um, me interviewing people on the podcast. I'm like, man, like there's an art to interviewing people where, um, and it's so, it's so funny because this applies to like real life conversation too, where I ask a question in my podcast interviews, but instead of me totally gearing up for that next question, I have to do this combo of listening to what they actually say so that I can respond to what they say and know what they say and then follow that up with another question. And so I'm like learning like there's an art to this. In fact, I was like YouTubing the other day how to do a good podcast interview because I'm like, uh, I need to grow in this. I need to learn how to engage more. Anyways, I thought that article had some really uh, valuable tools of that little pathway of having a good conversation. Okay, so next thing is um, when you're having a conversation with someone and they're asking you questions, don't say one word answers. Um, I've had this happen to me and I'm like, wow, this person does not seem to really want to talk to me right now. If, If there's like, you're saying like, oh, how was your day? Good okay, and then you follow it up with another question and it's one word answer. Part of that is, I think, with how you ask a question, like this goes back to learning podcast interviews. You always wanna ask like an open-ended question. So like, what was the best thing about your week? Um, What was something that you are loving right now in your life? Like an open-ended question where they can't just ask you a yes or no question. Um, But also, it's your job if you're the one that's being asked questions to not say one word answers. And I know this is hard sometimes because I think a lot of times uh, people ask us like, oh, like, how are you doing? And it's like, I'm doing good. And it's hard to know how to continue on from there. So maybe part of that is just throwing the ball back, asking them a question and trying to make sure it's more of an open-ended question. So Sometimes I think when we're wanting to talk to people that we don't know very well, it's hard to know what to talk about. So I have here a few very easy conversation starters to make talking a little bit easier. And you're going to laugh at some of these, but they really, I've seen myself like had these, a few of them be like a go-to thing. One of the things I go to when I'm like, I don't know this person very well, like it's maybe a stranger at the grocery store or something, um, but I want to say something is the weather. Is the weather, which I think we've heard that and there's like a joke about like when you don't know what to talk about, don't talk about politics, don't talk about religion, which I disagree with. It's important for us to talk about our faith, but just talk about the weather. Um, but the weather is like this universal topic that you could talk about with anybody. Like, oh, so we're having nice weather, aren't we? And just like that can be friendly and kind to just engage with somebody by talking about the weather. 
Another thing can be like, what have you been up to lately? Or, or like I said earlier, like what's, what's something good going on in your life right now? Um, also, if it's like with a stranger, you could talk about things going on in the community. Um, and that's something that I did. So I've kind of had this goal recently with wanting to be more friendly, engaging with people is when I go to the grocery store and I'm in the checkout line to actually have a conversation with the um, grocery clerk or the cashier or whatever. And so the last time I, a few times ago that I did this, we had the fair going on in town. So I was like, oh, are you going to go to the fair this weekend? And he was new to the area. He didn't even know. He's like, oh, we have a fair in town. I'm like, yeah, we do. And so we talked about that and it was like an easy topic to talk about. Often like people want to talk, especially the cashiers at the grocery store, they're probably bored and they're used to people just like not acknowledging them and not really saying anything to them. And that's just a way to show like kindness and friendliness and Christ's love by just like valuing them as a person and taking the time to talk about, talk with them and engage with them. Another thing that's very easy to get a conversation going is complimenting someone. This is like huge. This is so easy and it breaks the ice. It breaks any of somebody's, you know, so many people are insecure, including myself, insecurity. And so when you like take the time to compliment someone on what they're wearing or how their hair looks or whatever, it can be a great icebreaker. And it also can be like uh, something that creates a commonality. If you're like, hey, I love your shirt, blah, blah, blah. That's so cute. That's something like, where did you get it? Like it creates this uh, commonality between the two of you. So this is another thing that is really helpful in just having a mindset of being a more friendly person. And this is um, be a there you are person, not a here I am person. I feel like this is something that my parents talked to me about growing up. And what that means, if you haven't heard that phrase, is when you step into a room, are you a here I am, everybody, like I'm so amazing, like come talk to me, or are you a there you are person? So you walk into a room and you're there to reach out to other people, not to have people flock to you. So I have another article I want to share with you guys, which I thought was so good. And um, it was talking about church and this whole concept of being a there you are person. So it said, did you ever hear someone say, I'm looking for a friendly church? They hop from one congregation to another looking for that elusive friendly church. Why is it that some folks can visit a congregation and go away praising it? Those are the friendliest people, while others can visit the same group and complain that just the opposite is true. Why do you suppose this diversity exists? Let me suggest some thoughts for reflection. To some degree, friendliness, like beauty, is in the eye of the beholder. A church may seem friendly to you because you are a friendly person, and friendliness attracts the same deportment in others. A kindly disposition is magnetic, and in many instances, it brings out the best in those you meet. Try being congenial, is that how you say it? I hope I said that word right, to others and see what wonders it works. I thought that was so true. I think so many people like go to church and they're like, nobody was friendly to me. But it's like, hey, did you reach out to anybody? Because really, when you think about it, everywhere we go, like I said earlier, there's insecure people. Like so many of us, all of us are insecure to one sense or another. All of us are hoping that someone's going to say hi to us. Like even at the church I've been through years, I'm always like kind of hoping that someone will say hi to me and it makes us feel special. And so 
let's be a there you are person, not a here I am person. Okay, this tip is just as important as the last, and that's to be friendly to everyone, including those who are unlovable. Hebrews 13, 1-3 says, Let brotherly love continue. Do not neglect to show hospitality to strangers, for thereby some have entertained angels unawares. Remember those who are in prison as though in prison with them, and those who are mistreated, since you also are in the body. Um, When I see a Christian uh, reach out and show friendliness to someone who is maybe more of a social outcast or someone who has a mental disability, I just admire that in them because I'm like, wow, that person is mature enough to not worry about just hanging out with people that are cool or good looking or whatever, but they, they don't care and they're willing to, to love people and see people and treat them the same. And I think we could all learn from that example. Um, Where I just want to land and end on things here is to kind of talk about the heart of the issue when it comes down to friendliness and why we struggle with that. And I think it comes down to, like I said a little bit earlier, is insecurity and how important it is for us to get past our insecurities, our fears, and our selfishness to reach out of our safe bubble of friends and befriend others that we don't know very well. There are so many lonely people who would desperately love someone to talk to them, someone to listen to them, someone just to say hi or to smile at them. And this is a huge way of showing God's love to people. I think it would be so cool if Christians could be known for being the most friendly, warm, welcoming, good conversationalists, and people that smile the most. Like, wouldn't that be amazing? Wouldn't that be awesome? And um, I just think it's an area that so many of us need to grow in. I just went to an event recently. Uh, it was a wedding. And I was so excited to go to this wedding because I went without my kids. And it's very few and far, be- far between, that's what I'm trying to say, where I go to something without my kids, like an event. So I was like super excited, got all dressed up. Yeah, I was ready to go. And um, I had an opportunity just to talk to somebody that... Uh, I hadn't talked to in a while and have a conversation with her. But I later that night, I came home and actually it was probably not until the next day that I was disappointed with myself because I felt like I dropped the ball. I talked to, excuse me, I talked to this person a little bit, but I felt like I could have been more friendly and could have reached out to this person more. Um, and I realized that I went to this event not with the concept of, okay, like, I feel like we should go into any situation like, okay, God, how do you want me to show your love to other people? And whether we're at church or wherever. And I went to that event more like, I'm excited to have time to myself and to hang out with my friends and blah, blah, blah. And it was, it. I mean, it's fine to have that idea, but it was a little bit like overly selfish. Like, I just can't wait for this time to myself. And I didn't, I didn't prepare myself going into that at all to be like, hey, like maybe there's going to be an opportunity to come up where I can encourage someone, I can reach out to somebody. And it was just a learning experience. It was a humbling experience. I was like, seriously, like, why did I do that? Why wasn't I not looking at that as a better opportunity? And it humbled me and just realized, it made me realize how important that is to go into a situation being unselfish. Um, So 
I hope that today was challenging to you and would encourage you to kind of work on being more of a friendly person, someone that smiles and reaches out to people. And if you're like, hey, I'm like not very good at this, just start practicing it wherever you go, where you're at. Hey, if it's just starting to you go into the post office or the UPS store, I go to the UPS store more than post office, um, and you just say, hey, how's your day going? And just smile and look at the person that's checking you out instead of avoiding eye contact and getting in and get out. Just start with something simple like that and work your way up. And um, I think you're going to realize that not only is it going to be showing Christ's love to other people, but it's going to benefit you and you becoming more confident, more ready and able to know how to engage with somebody uh, and have little tools in your tool, tool belt to be able to have a conversation with somebody. And you just never know what opportunities God might provide for you to encourage somebody, to listen to somebody, to even share the gospel with somebody. Because when we're more willing to do something for God, even just simply being friendly, God's going to provide more opportunities for us to glorify him in that area. So I think that's really cool. And I'm just going to pray for you guys. Lord Jesus, I pray that you would help each one of us to be more friendly to get out of our shell, to not be insecure or afraid of what people think so that we can shine your light in just a little way of being more friendly wherever we're at um, so that we can show your goodness by smiling and being engaging with other people, Lord. And I just pray for those that we interact with, God, that you would provide opportunities for us to speak into people's lives, to listen to people so that they can know that they are loved by you, God, because um, that's what we want the world to know, that you are God, that Jesus came to die for them, and that you love them, Lord. And so just use us, we pray, God. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Well, as you go out this week practicing the habit of being more friendly, I want to hear from you. Send me a message on Instagram or an email. You can find those both linked in the show notes, what those are. I want to hear from you any stories that you have of maybe God using you to encourage somebody or maybe God helping you get past your insecurities and helping you know how to engage with people that you don't know very well. I'd love to hear from you um, because I know that as you do this, some cool things are going to happen. I can guarantee that. All right, you guys have a wonderful week and I will see you all soon.